0: When wholesaling real estate, it's advisable not to tell the seller that you're a wholesaler, but what happens if the seller finds out? That puts you in an awkward position and it could jeopardize your deal. On this video, I'm gonna show you how to tell sellers you're a wholesaler using the strategy to proactively let the seller know right up front so that it never becomes an issue. I'm even gonna share with you my word for word clause to add to your agreement with sellers. All of that and more coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. When wholesaling real estate, you execute a contract to purchase a property from a motivated seller, and then you assign your contract to another investor for a higher price than what you and the seller originally agreed to. Initially, as far as the seller knows, you are the buyer, which of course you are until you assign the contract. But the seller thinks you're the buyer and usually doesn't find out you're wholesaling the property to another investor until the day of closing. Now, it does doesn't really matter at that point because the seller still gets what you promised in the contract and you have every right to assign your contract but it can still create an awkward situation when the seller finds out another buyer paid more and you made the difference Now, I did an entire video about why you should not tell the seller you're a wholesaler and how to handle this situation. I'll put a link to that video in the description box below, and you can check it out later. But what if the seller finds out you're wholesaling the property before closing? Now, this actually just happened to me where someone on my cash buyer list who received an email about a wholesale property forwarded that email to the seller. Now, the seller called me confused that, you know, I was marketing and offering for sale his property at a higher price than we had agreed to. Now, I smoothed it over and I reassured him that I would perform according to the contract and he would get everything we agreed to and that he didn't need to worry But wouldn't it be nice to avoid that confrontation altogether? Now, one way to do that is to properly position yourself to the seller by always referring to yourself as me and my investors and or partners. For example, I'll say to the seller, me and or my investors and partners are going to buy your property for cash, or I'm going to need access to the property to show it to my investors and or partners. Investors or partners, of course, is referring to my cash buyers. Now, I found that this really helps the seller understand when a different person is at closing later as the buyer. I'll say that's one of my investors and or partners I told you about. But what I want to share with you on this video is something new that I recently learned from my good friend and fellow wholesaler, Tom Robinson, in the South Bend, Indiana market. He taught me an even better technique, and he gave me permission to share this with you. By the way, Tom is doing some really cool stuff. Check him out at EvergreenEquityLLC.com. Now, like me, in the past, Tom had sellers find out he was wholesaling their property, get upset or offended or worried, and then he had to deal with it. So Tom decided to be proactive and address it head on right up front and actually disclose his intentions in writing right in his agreement with sellers. And as a result, it's eliminated the issue. What I'm about to share with you is brilliant and I made some edits and I even added some additional language to make it even stronger. So thank you, Tom, and I'll be adding this clause to my contracts ASAP. Of course, before sharing this with you, I have to tell you that I am not a lawyer and it is in your best interest before doing any real estate to consult with legal representation in your market where you do deals. Okay, the clause is called buyer intent and reads as follows. Seller acknowledges buyer as an investor and engages in real estate with the intent to maximize profit. As such, seller acknowledges that buyer may utilize entities, investors, partnerships, joint ventures, and or assignments. Seller further gives buyer permission to market for sale property and or purchase and sale agreement privately and or publicly upon executed agreement and prior to the closing as set forth herein. Now, that's a mouthful. If you use this clause, it's not just about getting the seller to agree to it in writing. Make sure you go through this clause with the seller so they understand it clearly. Let's go back through it one sentence at a time, and I'll model what this may look like with a seller. Now, if I were to review this clause at the time of signing with a seller, it would go something like this. Mr. Seller, let's review clause number 13 in our agreement called intent. Let me read this first sentence. Seller acknowledges buyer is an investor and engages in real estate with the intent to maximize profit. So Mr. Seller, I'm not going to move into your property. It's an investment opportunity for me. That's the reason why I'm buying your home as is for all cash. It's so that I can turn a profit as quickly as possible. Does that make sense? Okay, good. The next sentence says, as such, seller acknowledges that buyer may utilize entities, investors, partnerships, joint ventures, and or assignments. What this means, Mr. Seller, is that either myself or other investors and or partners I work with may implement different strategies to maximize the profit on this property. For example, me or my investors or partners may rent this property for cash flow or fix it up and flip it. At this point, I'm not sure yet. Do you have any questions about that? Okay, great. The last sentence in this clause says, Seller further gives buyer permission to market for sale the property and or purchase and sale agreement privately and or publicly upon executed agreement and prior to the closing as set forth herein. What this means, Mr. Seller, is that between the time we execute this agreement today until the closing in 30 days, you understand that I'm going to explore all of my options to make a profit, and that may include marketing the property to my private list of investors and partners, as well as publicly to other buyers and investors, but regardless of what I do to maximize my profits, you will get everything we agreed upon today in this agreement. Does that make sense? Do you have any questions about that? Now, the point with adding this clause into your agreement and going over this clause with your seller is to make sure it's clear with the seller that you work with other investors and or partners, aka cash buyers, and that you may decide to market the property for sale immediately and to not be offended if and when they see you resell the property, aka wholesale it, for a profit. Now, what I love about this clause and reviewing it with the seller is it's always better to address concerns like this upfront before they become a problem later. While on the topic of clauses, in your agreement, there are two more clauses that are really important to add to your contract as well. The first is the Access to Property Clause, which reads, If property is currently occupied, seller agrees to give buyer access to property with 24-hour notice. If property is currently vacant, seller agrees to give buyer unrestricted access via a contractor lockbox. With this clause, I'll explain to the seller that once we have an executed agreement, I'm going to need to have regular access to the property for contractor to get bids and for my investors or partners to see the property. Okay, the second clause is the closing company. As a wholesaler, it's really important that you close with a wholesaler-friendly closing company who understands how to do assignments. This clause reads, seller agrees to close with the title, escrow, and or attorney of buyer's choice. Now, that allows you to choose the closing company, and it commits the seller in writing to use your closing company. By the way, if you'd like to use my agreement that I use with my private sellers, be sure to check out my deal management system called Flipster. If you've never heard of Flipster, it's an all-inclusive, cloud-based platform to help you organize, streamline, and automate all of the steps to wholesaling and flipping houses, including my proven purchase and sale agreement that we discussed on this video. What's cool is you create it digitally and then email it directly to the seller for digital. digital signatures so you don't have to print and deal with paper copies or any of that. It saves everything for you and it keeps you really organized. And This is just one of dozens of time-saving tools. If you're into wholesaling and flipping, you owe it to yourself to check it out. To learn more and see it in action, just go to GetFlipster.com. Thanks for joining me on this video. If you plan on using this intent clause in your next deal, hit that like button and leave a comment and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with hundreds of videos and new videos released every single day. Single week. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And don't forget, it's not about the money. It's about having the time and freedom to have, be, do, and give everything God has in store for you. That's what it's really all about. And I'll see you on the next video.